This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report. Western fires have now gotten going on this side of the Rockies in Colorado. Maybe snow will put them out. Our state got as much as 9 inches. We will have to take moisture in any form that we can get it. The first snow will melt. I do not know that there's ever been a drought that has been broken by snow. Soil moisture levels are extremely low in the western Corn Belt and will still be an issue come next spring. Dry conditions will favor soybeans next season unless crop insurance revenue for corn is set so high in February that corn profitability can be insured. Spring wheat, corn, and soybeans will all be competing for acres next year. 60% of corn is harvested. That was a 19% advance in a week. They were getting enough moisture in the eastern corn belt for a few delays. 72% of soybeans are harvested. That was a 26% advance in a week coupled with corn that was impressive harvest progress. Harvest here is pretty much wrapped up. Often some will leave corn standing to dry down, and this year some corn is coming out too dry. Farmers are going after it. It is too dry for decent tillage. 77% of winter wheat is planted, with 51% emerged. Too much wheat is in dry dust, hoping for rain to establish stands. 34% of Kansas range and pastures in poor to very poor condition, which should carry over into their wheat crop condition. Our climatologist says that the rainy season will get going in Brazil, but could initially turn out to be too much of a good thing. Rains could prove so heavy that they could delay planters getting in the field. Soybean planting there is fully a month late. That means that they will need more old crop supply for domestic needs to reach next year's new crop supply. This is a very interesting situation in Brazil to see them importing meal and corn. Our climatologist says that the La Nina is setting up, just as La Ninas do, forecasting dry conditions in northeast Brazil and Argentina ahead in December and early 2021. Wheat and soy meal are up into new highs. Palm oil rallied on export demand, allowing soy oil to come off lows. I think demand will overcome any perceived supply issues for soy oil. So far, ethanol prices are going up with the corn market to keep plants operating. However, ethanol prices continue to rise relative to unleaded gas, which will not do the blend rate any favor. 36% of net farm income this year will come from direct farm transfer payments from the government and not from commodity sales of anything. I got my ARC payments for 2019, and they did not do much to wet the drought in crop revenue. I'm still watching the account for the Trump for President ACH to hit. I am optimistic that markets will eventually take away the need for these direct transfer payments. Like other segments of the economy, there is a huge disparity in farm wealth. For many farmers this year, after repeated losses and negative cash flows, it was called a year on the edge. I know of nothing that happened to bring back those farmers who remain on the edge. The government payments did not generate profitability. They reimburse for losses, so keep many from going over the edge. Bankers are uncomfortable, equity is being drained, assets are reinforced and debt restructured. Stress tests show potential loan risk. The 2020s is forecast to be the 1930s-like drought of this century. My fear for this group of stressed farmers is that when markets become profitable, they will have little or nothing to sell. The other extreme is those who are buying farmland and new tractors. Farmland prices have been remarkably stable during this drought of egg-generated net farm income. 
Government payments and extremely low interest rates and sustained values of this asset class. What surprises me the most is that new tractor sales were up 21% in September and 14% overall year-to-date. New combine sales were up over 8% in September. When it comes to farm bills, John Deere is right in there lobbying on farmers' behalf. On cattle, significant cash cattle trade occurred in 105, mostly 106, considered to be $2 lower than last week. This trade on a Monday was unusual, suggesting loss of confidence from feedlots. Live cattle futures were trading at least another $2 loss in the cash trade will follow. I told you that both fundamentals and charts look negative. There's no let up in supply. Heavy weights and drought force placements will keep leverage in packers' hands. The second wave of the pandemic is upon us, unfortunately before vaccines are ready. Here in Iowa, public health authorities are putting out warnings like we have never seen before. All the lack of mask wearing that I told you about is now showing up in soaring COVID statistics and will test ICU bed capacity in many states. People are going to again retreat to safety. Beef demand will suffer. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits.